A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed. And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Douchey. McDouche a lot. At this point in the race, I would have like French kissed him. I didn't care. I'm going to go talk to my agent. The heat of the battle turned me into a diva. I was so proud of myself. I can't work under these conditions. Contract. So I'm here. I'm a middle-aged mom. I'm like, I didn't come here to be fifth. I enjoy making those cringy videos. There was a lot of people who had a lot of embarrassing moments, Uh, but they picked you. Uh, One of us (laughs) is not going to be working here in five minutes if I can't get my conditions that I want. They're so impressive and they're so athletic and they're so strong but I'm so competitive. We don't win the leg with map reading and singing and dancing. I want you to come to my house. Would you ring the doorbell? I'll open the door. And all you have to say is you lost that challenge and then punch me in the face. Hey, everybody. I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you so much for joining us on our Holderness Family Podcast, Amazing Race Recap Special Podcast. That's we, a long we need a, we need a better <laughs> we need a better name for it. So we have a regular podcast that posts every Tuesday and if you're listening where you normally listen to your podcast, thank you so much for subscribing. During our journey and our time in the amazing race, we're going to do recaps as much as possible and within compliance of CBS. <laughs> You know, We've learned some lessons. Uh, we we will share right. our experience, what we were going through as much as possible. We're going to tell compliance. you as much as we can. That's in How compliance. That? They do admittedly own the intellectual rights to this show. show. Uh, so we're going to see how it goes. And, and by the way, so I, I'm going to try something today. Okay. okay. He, he has an idea. So, so sometimes Penn comes up to me. So by the way, we are recapping <laughs> the third episode, the third leg of The Amazing Race, right. season 33. And Penn's like, I have an idea. Well, so, He doesn't really like recap shows as much. Well, because I, I get it. Like, you probably have seen the show if you're watching this, I assume. But if you, so I love the show. So I always listen to the recaps because after I want to know. After you watch the show. After, well, sometimes I have to say. If I'm if I'm really busy, uh-huh. I will listen to the recap to oh, get like to, while you're driving. Yeah, so to, you don't have to watch it. Well, and then I go back okay. and watch it. Okay. I'm like, okay, this is why that happened. So right. I've done it both ways. I got it. I, I hope this solves the problem. If it doesn't, I have a very honest critic sitting next to me who I love and will tell me exactly uh, what she thinks. But I'm a sports fan, so I am I'm breaking this into like I'm making this into a sports game. Sports team, because the, the race is kind of like a sport. And so we're going to have these segments. We're going to have them up here. Just over my face. No, not over. No, if it's going to be over anyone's face, it's going to be over my face. We need to put, like, by the way, these are just Ikea white frames, <laughs> by the way. And um, we ordered oh, pictures. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, we need pictures. So I did, went on like Google photos and I shipped them. And, and they, I, I got up. like our, I was like, I thought we'd get like a, our amazing race, like team photo that right. CBS took. But then it was just us. What does it look like when it's us on the camera with a picture of us in the background? I was like, ego much? Douchey? No. McDouche a lot is what that is. Super douchey. Uh, so, so we're just going to leave him blank until we're going to leave him blank. Okay. So I'm a big fan of sports. So we're going to break it into segments. Ready? Oh, so we're going to, we're going oh, to yeah. do pregame. Down. Pregame is like, what was our mood going into that leg leading up to the start? Because we always will always remember that moment before, especially those of us who struggle with anxiety and such. Yeah. We're going to do a rules review. Quick rules review. Kim's very good at this. She'll tell you what the amazing race is all about and how you get from start to finish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tip off. We're going to talk about just that moment 
where we start each leg because it is the most, wouldn't you say that's always a very memorable moment? Like that first moment last week, for example, when we had to all run and like half the people fell and then I fell on the second one. There's always a lot of falling play by play, which is going to be just a, a, a quick two minute as thorough as possible, synopsis of what happened from beginning to end. We might even add sports music to that to make it seem like we're on Sports Center. Okay? That's the section I'm having issues with. We're but talk then about after it. that, I've got this is for you slow mo replay, which means we can go back to as many moments as you just heard and tell you all about what was going on in our mind during those moments. I've got a few I'm going to want to talk about. I know you've got a few that you're going to want to talk about. Then we're going to take a time out. And timeout is when we talk about the one thing that we learned, the one most important thing that we learned while we were on this race leg. After further, you're okay. typing while I'm talking. I, I didn't, I have never seen this format and yeah. I need to know what I'm going to talk about. Oh, I got you. Yeah, okay. and just, oh, the yeah, the next one is called after further review, mm -hmm. which is where uh, if you watch sports, that's when you realize that you got something wrong and you need to reverse it. So that's the moment where we talk about things that we wish we could reverse. Uh, from this show. And there's always going to be one or two of them. Uh, we will give out our weekly MVPs. So each of us are going to give our most valuable player from the episode. And uh, we can't give it to ourselves because that's just really annoying. Um, and then on some of these shows, we're going to have a locker room interview, which is the best part, which is when we're going to bring in some other racers and talk to them. Now, for reasons that will become very, very clear next week, we couldn't bring in any interviews until next week for the restart. Mm -hmm. But then at that point, we're going to start having some of our friends on the show. Hopefully we can do that. Okay. You lead the way here, Penn. What are uh, we doing first? Kim, tell me about your mood going into the race leading up to the start. I remember there's so many. This happened 19 months ago, but I remember everything about everything we did on this race so vividly. I kept a journal and I went back and read it before we were sitting down here. And I remember thinking, you know, uh, the first, very first leg we came in fourth, we had, we learned a lot. We asked for directions too many times and it, you have to stop every time you take directions and it, it, it's a process. And we asked to, for directions too many times. And I was like, we didn't run a perfect, we ran a great leg, but it's not perfect. The second leg, we had so many mistakes, so many more. They showed them, I think there's some like extra clips. We had so many, more, so many mistakes. They couldn't even show them all on TV, but we still like managed to like power through and come in fifth. So in a way I was like, at our best, we're fourth and our worst, we're fifth. Like we're, we're one of those like middle of the pack teams. That's great. But like, I, I just felt like really competitive. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the first time we had uh, had the opportunity to actually talk to other teams. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. And I got to talk and they're so impressive and they're so athletic and they're so strong, but I'm so competitive. So I'm here, I'm a middle-aged mom. I'm like, I don't, I didn't come here to be fifth. Like, I don't want to be fifth. So we had a talk beforehand. Yeah. A, a couple of things to add of my mood. This was the, the start of this race was the best that I had felt since being on the race. One reason why was because I knew that we were going to be navigating. They told us beforehand that we were going to be navigating our way through mm -hmm. wherever we were going. That was in the clue. So maps, cars, like old people stuff. Gen stuff, X. Stuff that old people know how to do. Yeah. The other reason I was in a good mood was you had been so good to me after my uh, horrible no. <laughs> uh, day the day before when I stared at a clue for 30 minutes and would not get on the train. Thank you, CBS, for all of the get on the train memes. Oh, super helpful. All the social media. It was you, fantastic. You handled that so well because that was my well, thing. I'm like, there was a lot of people who had a lot of embarrassing moments, I'll, but they yeah. picked you. I'll, I'll be honest. I knew it was coming next because yeah. I because I lived it. Yeah, also, he, he was. He's like, it's fine. Wait till they see next week. But in the moment when you were that sweet to me the day before, I went to my book. I had a little racer's book and I'll show it to you guys at some point. And I wrote down three things on a page and I'll never forget this. And I went back and looked at it again. The first thing was obviously don't overthink things, right? The next thing underneath it, which was almost the same thing as don't overthink things. It said, trust your gut, which meant what, what I'm feeling, not what someone else is feeling, what I'm feeling. I'm just going to go with that and I'm going to live with the consequences. And number three was have fun. Yeah, we weren't having, I think that we had those like first leg jitters. We were mm -hmm. very jittery and we, had I think it was, we became a victim of our over preparation. We were so prepared. We thought 
yeah. we were so prepared that we're like, a clue is usually yellow. This is a different thing. And on the clue, it said this. And we were analyzing, and like, when have you ever seen a first roadblock that's this easy? Like, I thought the first roadblock was going to be a true needle in the haystack. Like, you've seen those famously, like when they did dig in the sand or they had to find the treasure. Like, there's like all of these different things that we were just expecting. So... Yeah. So we, I'm like, we just weren't having as much fun and we wanted yeah. to have fun. So this, on this day, we're like, let's just have fun. Let's just have fun. We're on a race. Like we're, and you had, I, I'm going to say it again. You got me in that spot by being so forgiving, uh, when I did not do my best. And I think that you helped get me to bounce back and help get me to start. Oh, um, you're welcome. Do you want to do the quick, do you want to do the quick rules review? On uh, the race? So, you're so good at this. Well, all I'll say is this, I'm so thankful to all of the many hundreds and hundreds of messages I have received about, I've never watched The Amazing Race before. Now I'm hooked. Now I'm going back and watching previous seasons. We've always loved this show. But and it is complicated. Yeah. So complicated. I'm so happy that we could be the vessel to introduce you to this, but got a lot of questions on the rules. Uh, there are The Amazing Race, 11 teams of two, race around the globe in the hunt for a $1 million grand prize. There are specific things you will see in each show. There's a detour. So that's where everybody's confused. They're like, why didn't the other teams have to do the art thing? Yeah. That's where both of you as a team have to complete one or the other task. You choose. You can, as we're going to see in this episode, switch back and forth as many times as you want to. Not ideal. But you have to choose one or two tasks. They do give you enough information so you can make an educated decision on what you're going to do. So you have time. The next thing you'll see in this show in particular is a roadblock, a roadblock. Only one person on the team can perform this. You can't tap out. You can't switch. And in the roadblock, they just give you one sentence. And in this case, it was like, who has it in the bag or, right. or, or something. And you can't change your mind. And you, That's important. yeah, the, the person yeah. can't change their mind. And you know, we, you'd look for context clues about like, okay, where am I? If it's something that would require exceptional strength or something, we would try to get Penn to do those, but you, you can't always tell what they are. So our method was just going to be to switch back and forth. Yeah. And so, yeah. Also, by the way, the producers who we love and we've become friends with, they, you can tell they sometimes, they, they, will mislead you a little bit, right? Like you'll see who wants to play basketball and that would be me. And then it, it then it turns out like you have to weave a basket or something. <laughs> I mean, it's, yes, but no, something but that's like that. Of, it, sometimes you, th they do that and th they get the person that's not as good and that can make for better television. I don't think they're right? doing it to trick you, but uh, it, I mean, you have to, I don't, I don't yeah. put a lot into like the punny titles yeah. because anyway. Right. So that's the roadblock. And then I guess the, um, the only other thing that you need to know in this particular rule recap is that uh, on most shows, unless they say it's a non-elimination or you're still racing, yeah. the last team to arrive gets eliminated. Gets eliminated and, from the race. Which is more important than the first team to arrive. First team to arrive, it's great. Sometimes they get a prize, but all you got to do is not finish last and you move on to the next week. Right. Right. You're good at this. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or even exhilarating. But one thing's for certain, if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you will gain insights and uncover truths that you can only find in therapy. Get those personal breakthroughs and judgment-free support by signing up for Talkspace. 
At Talkspace.com, you can sign up online and get a personalized match with a provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. There's no need to commute to appointments, miss time at work, or line up childcare in order to attend sessions. It's mental health care made easy. Talkspace is also affordable and in-network with most major insurers. To celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking it out in therapy, Talkspace is offering every listener of this podcast $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash Holderness to get $80 off your first month with code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Holderness with code SPACE80. Well, like that was a really good rules review. Why, that thank was very you. I will, we'll try to explain the rules that you see, the mm-hmm. different things you see in each episode. We'll try to, yeah. Okay, next up is our tip-off. So the, the, the first 10 seconds of every leg are unforgettable. The first leg, we all ran and half of us fell. Mm-hmm. The second leg, we ran and I fell. <laughs> a lot of falling. This is, honey, this is our third leg and we didn't fall. <gasps> Not that we're aware of. I don't think we fell once. You're right. You're no. right. You did bend me over um, gonna, a, a are sidewalk. Going, you're going yep. out of I know, order. I know. Sorry, so he, his whole thing was like we were going out of order and... We're okay. This is my way of showing you like, it's okay. We're going we're gonna to go with the flow here. All right. So, but what was the, what were the first 10 seconds like for you when the race started? We were running off of a train Mm -hmm. and sheer panic because I am a 45 year old woman. I have done triathlon. I am, you know, I'm in, I think for my age, pretty good shape. I, we had trained, we were doing five miles, five mile runs with full backpacks. But at this point it was a sprint And I'm not as fast as these, like, I'm not as fast as these people. So it was panic. It was sheer panic. How about you? And he's, so here's another rule of the race is that you have to stay within 20 feet of your partner at all times. So it's not like, so Penn can't, he runs a six minute beer mile. Uh, 640 was my beer mile. Six, so that's where you like run 400 meters. You drink a beer. He does it in 640. So you have to drink four beers and run a mile. So he's yeah. really fast, but but he can't run ahead and get into the car and wait for me. He has to stay with me. So he didn't even really train running because he's like. I did a little bit. I trained with weights. I trained running with weights. Okay. And I put more weight in my bag just to try to even it out. Like that yeah. Was, he's that like, was I'll carry it. your stuff because you're slow. Okay. Well, it, it, you didn't it, say I was slow, but he just, he, there was no need for him to practice running because. And you're not slow. Just everybody else was so fast. My, so my first 10 seconds were just, uh, I was trying to mentally prepare myself because I knew I was going to be driving. I did not know until at the very, very, very end that it was a manual transmission car and that the gearbox, which I never, I guess it makes sense, was in the center right? instead of the other side. And driving a car is like a drum set, right? Well, of course it's in the center. So explain for the people who are listening okay. and watching. All right. So when, yeah, dr- driving, a, driving a stick shift car is like playing the drums. There's two pedals that you have to work. There is, there's this hand holding the wheel and there's this hand holding the stick shift. If you drove a stick shift car like I did for several years when I first got a car, uh, this is the this is the one for the gears. This is the one. He, for he's the holding hand. his right yeah. his right hand this for is, the gears. This right is hand the for the gears. This is the hand. So for people listening, honey, right hand gear, yeah. left hand steering wheel. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Right, you're right. I forgot that we're <laughs> an audio medium for most. Right hand gear, left hand steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Right. So it makes perfect sense that if there's a manual transition, the gearbox is still going to be in the middle of the car. But what that does is reverses. In my brain revolted immediately against this being the gear and this being the so steering his, wheel. So his, uh, he revolted against his left hand yeah. doing the shifting. So you're sitting on the right-hand side of the car, which is mm-hmm. opposite of how we do it in the U.S., and you're shifting with your left hand. And even the gearbox, like, it's, like, first is here and right. reverses in a weird spot. And they I showed... Know people struggling and it was even for somebody who got it, he got it right away and did, I have to say, slow clap. You did an amazing job. We drove seven miles an hour the entire time, but it was really, really hard. Yeah. Okay. So that was the start for me. All right. Here's the part. Here's the controversial part. We're going to get some drama here. Here's the controversial part of our podcast where I'm going to, we're going to try to do a two minute synopsis of the entire show. So you can be caught up 
in case you missed it. We're going to put two this minutes on the This is the part I'm passive aggressive. I'm like, it shouldn't be limited to two minutes. But then after we're done, we're going to go back and we're going to talk about everything. Okay. okay I missed so it here. Are you going to, we're going to put some, we're going to cue some exciting music. Here's the exciting music. All right. So I'm just, you tell me when to go. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm timing you because I'm passive, I'm uh, passive aggressive about this part. She so, doesn't I mean, like this recap. You can, so we work together. And, hey, if you don't want to listen to this, just blip, blip, blip two minutes okay. and then, then we'll, we'll, we'll do it. But this is for, this is for the people who like quick information. I like long, information. <laughs> I like long drawn out information. All right. So just tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Would you guys say ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Okay. So we get into the manual transmission cars. We have to find a place called Oranmar. Everyone looks it up. Most people who look it up see a hotel 10 miles north of downtown. Turns out Oranmar is actually an exhibit in the middle of downtown. As we are driving toward the hotel, 10 miles in the wrong direction, Kim somehow finds a clue box out the right side of her window that wasn't where it was supposed to be. We pull over, oh my gosh, it's Orin Mar. We are the first to arrive. It's a roadblock. Who has it in a bag? It's a, who has it in the bag? It's about assembling a bagpipe. It's Kim's turn to do a roadblock. She does it. She starts assembling the bagpipes. Dusty and Ryan and Anthony and Spencer show up. They're working together, we realize. Uh-oh, we're alone. Doesn't matter. Kim assembles the bagpipe first. Kim plays the bagpipe successfully, gets the next clue. Sounded like torturing cats. Sounded like torturing cats. More on that later. We get to the next clue spot, which is a fountain not too far away in downtown Scotland, giving us a detour. Do we want to take iron rings off of a whiskey casket or perform a Scottish song and dance? What do you think we picked? What do you think we picked? After a little bit of searching, we find our way to the Scottish Song and Dance Theater. Kim does not love to sing, but she does a great job singing. We have to sing and dance. We get it on the second try and leave before anyone else even shows up. Okay. About 30 minutes later, we arrive at the University of Edinburgh in first place. Not and not Edinburgh, it's Glasgow. Sorry. How much time do I have? Oh my gosh, I have so much time. I know, you were talking okay. so fast. I'm doing great. So, sorry, we make our way to the University of Glasgow in the cloisters after a little bit of work, working and make our first first place finish. We went a trip to Cape Cod. That's great. We have friends at Cape Cod. Dusty and Ryan come in second. Anthony and Spencer come in third. Meanwhile, the rest of the racers are having a lot of trouble with both the manual transmission and the directions. Uh, as it turns out, Natalia helps somebody out during the bagpipe challenge, mm. and it ends up costing them a little bit of time. And unfortunately, Natalia and Arun end up finishing 10th and are eliminated from the amazing race. Everyone else lives to fight another day. By the time they finished, it is pitch black. Kim and I finished in the middle of the day. Okay. There's a lot of context I want to add. I think you did a great job. Thank you. Oh, we're going to, but that's what play by, that's what slow-mo replays about. Okay. So this is, this is going to be my, 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 we're going to go back. Let's we're going to, we're going to, we're going to take our time. I need a Xanax. It was like a very high energy. Yeah. Okay. There are, and this will be interesting. There are press photos that they sent out at the beginning of this, and, and this we're shows, able to use them. and we're able to use them. I'm going to show it here, of Penn with a mallet. Oh yeah, and you didn't see that in the episode, but you saw the press photos. All we can say is there, that was a long drive to find that, and then a long drive to find Oren Mar. So there was the fact that it was taking teams so long to find something that if you went onto Google Maps and you're like. The train station's here and Ormar's here. You guys are, why did it take people hours? Like, why does it look like hours have passed? There was a lot of driving in between. So I have texted everybody and everybody, nobody can figure this out because we got directions. The people of Glasgow. Scotland. So nice. Oh, I cannot wait to go back How there. Did they put up with us. We oh, were terrible drivers. Oh my drivers. God! I think we this. I think they. City. I think they got complaints. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Like it's just the city of Glasgow. And just, just they're like, who are these dumb Americans? <laughs> so, that they were. We got excellent directions, but the person giving us directions had the it was like a flip phone with the equivalent of like dial-up internet, but so kind yeah. to help us and everybody, everybody. Was Ormar, if you look it up right now, it is this gorgeous hotel. church. It's, it's, not a, it's not a hotel, it's no, a church. Well, the, the one that we looked up, I asked. Yeah, yeah. So, but Sorry. if you look up now on Google, um, it's this gorgeous old church. Like you can get married there. And so it's very obvious. And that's, but in my notes is a totally different address. And I can't find it now on Google. But everybody was being sent to this, like a hotel, a bar, like a hotel, and like to outside of town. So, and everybody had that. So I don't know 
if we typed in something funky. I don't know. They were spelled exactly the same way. We looked that up, right? Yeah. They and were they, spelled exactly and the same I way. was, so I, it is a mystery to us and it was 19 months ago. So I'm like, maybe that closed. I don't know. They didn't really show much of that. And that, I understand one reason I think it makes sense. They didn't show much of that is holy cow was the driving hard for everybody. Their driving everybody. was so hard for everybody. Um, but so that's why I am Gen X and I learned to drive in a stick shift. I learned to navigate on a map. I used to be a news reporter and I, you know, photographer be driving. I'm navigating on a map. I've come. So you see the shot. I have a compass yep. in the backseat. And so I am. I'm navigating our speed versus the distance we need to go and the landmarks we're hitting. And I'm doing math equations in my head about like, okay, this is going to be approximately 10 minutes. Right. We're going to be the, and it was, you said it's about 10 minutes from here. And, and then I looked up the same shot and I, and I looked up and I was like, Oh my God. that's a cool. So I think like the amazing race gods were on our side that day because yeah. we would have gone you know, 10 miles in the wrong direction and then back. And then if, if we'd been lucky enough to find it and a lot of people say they, they stumbled upon it as yeah. well, but some people went all the way in the wrong direction. One, one more note about maps. Uh, and we've talked about this a bit about our preparation for the race and how Kim is an over-preparer and it's all, it, it really does help for the most part. Kim had me go to a map reading class, which it, sounds from REI an at, orientating class an orient. Is that the orientating orientating? And so it was like the orientation or so basically it, I felt very confident with my map we, reading and compass. Well, skills. no, I, what I was going to tell you is I, I'm, felt very com competent with my compass reading. I'm an Eagle Scout. Like I know how to do that. And the map reading I can do pretty well too. But they they did talk about things in that class that I had never thought about, which is when you're looking for a map on a trail, you have to look for things from like, it's not just point A and point B. You have to look at like point A and a half and point A and three quarters and find these like reassurance markers that you're going in the right way. And they also make you go uh, past the turn point and identify a backstop. So, so if there's like a lake or something, you know, you've gone too far. Right. So we, we, that actually, that term, the backstop term actually came in handy. Cause I'm yeah. like, okay, if we've gone to this exit, that's our backstop. Th that's our back. It, we've gone too far. Yeah. So we find it. And because it was a roadblock, we heard the bagpipes in the back and, but and, and it, it worked out fine. It worked out fine. But in my biggest fear coming into this race was building and playing a musical instrument. He's, I'm jazz hands. I'm all time backup dancer. Yeah. He is the musician. So I, but I knew that if I let him do this one, that I'm out of balance. And I just, we didn't want to get out of balance with roadblocks mm -hmm. because you need to do, you need to keep even as a team. We were ahead. I felt like we were ahead. And so I, um, I felt like if we're ahead, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of room for error. So I felt like now is the time for me to do this roadblock. I felt, I felt nervous when you were going in there. I felt a little less nervous when I saw that it was an assembly because you are the daughter and brother of two guys who Our are brother, but my brother isn't. Uh, yeah. Like. They're very daughter handy. And, I'm sorry. You're the daughter and sister of two people in your family who are pretty handy. You did not marry a handy person, although I have a brain that works and can follow directions. Here's the thing. I don't really have intuition on how to build something if there's no directions. And I would not, if you saw the video, I would not call those directions. Those were things circled on a picture. Right. We walk in and the, you know, it's a gorgeous facility and there's bagpipes, which are beautiful instruments have played well, if played well. <laughs> And so they, they kind of showed it and it was worse than Ikea directions and um, purposely, right? It's the amazing race. They're not going to tell you, put this one, this one. And it did look, I'm happy to say, like it did look pretty simple on that, but it was in truth. It, I'm not just saying this, it was more complicated because those reeds that you saw that you had put in. And I think you saw people, they, um, they were different sizes, but they fit in any of the holes. So if you had some of those reeds in the wrong hole, there could be a process of elimination. And I think a few people fell into that of, I put this slightly shorter one in this needs to be this and you're just replacing. So it could have been a disaster. And I think it actually did take some teams a, a long time to figure that out. There, so, and there was an order that you had to do everything in that was not, they didn't tell you what the order was. Anthony and Spencer, I just call them the boys at that point. Uh, Anthony Spencer, Ryan and Dusty show up. It's obvious that they're working together. 
Yeah. I, I had feelings when I saw that. I didn't understand how people had time to build relationships on this race. It like goes so quickly, but I understood why they were they were the strongest ones. They, they were, were the, the strongest ones. So they I, were the front runners. And it was a little intimidating to be like, oh, they're teaming up. So it was intimidating yeah. to me to be, they were definitely, everybody just called them the boys. And I think mentally they were everybody's front runners. Yeah. No respect to Raquel, no, just to uh, Raquel and Kayla who like definitely been smashing it too. But all of a sudden the boys are working together and I was a little like, nobody wants to work with us. Nobody's, nobody wants to work with us, but it's a social game. And I actually, yeah. I did not get, I wasn't offended at all that they were working together. I, if I would want to work with them. We and, also had people, just to jump in here, we had people who we were interested in working with, but we also made an agreement early on. And I think we tried to stick to it as much as we can, which is we're going to help people when we can. I don't know if we're going to like wait for somebody to show up. Like people have lost the race because of that before. Well, they've lost a leg because of that before. Uh, yeah. So that was kind of our mindset is that we would be helpful. And we had up until that point, even stuff they haven't shown, but we have taken opportunities to help people. But I, we trust each other more than like so our, our game plan was just going to be kind of depend on ourselves. And if, yeah. and if we screw it up and get out, it's because we did it, not because we trusted somebody else. I have put together toys for my children for years and years. I build Lego sets with my son every Saturday morning. So I felt like mom skills. And I just felt this pressure of like, we're first. We have a chance to be first. And I can't screw this up. So it's feeling a lot of pressure. Get it checked. And man, you were in such, I, I have hyper-focus as part of ADHD. You had it too. You were in the zone when you were down there. It, I, I, I don't even know if you could hear me or if you could hear anything at all, or if you were just, uh, completely zoning out, but you were definitely super focused. And well, and so the bless these bagpipers, they were playing the whole time. They must've been <laughs> exhausted. Yeah. And so I think that's part of it too, cause it's really loud. Right. And you're in a race. So it's not like somebody drops it on your kitchen table. Of course, you could probably do it in 15 minutes if somebody takes it to your kitchen table. But with the constant bagpipe and, yeah. you know, a, a camera in your face, there was a lot of. And then they when he said, yeah, it's good. I was like, oh, and somebody on Twitter said, I love how every Kim looks like she's about to cry every single time she gets the completed task. It's relief. It's relief. And I was yeah. like, oh, my God. OK. And then you had to play. OK, here's the thing. Yeah, this is so this get ready for. <laughs> The COVID moment, because, you know, things were different back then. This is, this is no spoiler alert. This is the last leg before COVID hit. So it's very fitting that this happened on the last day before COVID hit, which by the way, like COVID was probably already there oh, when I this know. happened, right? Because we were in Scotland okay. when this happened. Go ahead. So uh, all you had to do, and there, there have been bagpipe challenges on the Amazing Race before where you had to play a specific note and, and you had to walk around. So Thank God. I mean, we had to build this one. So there's that. So we had to build it. All we had to do was play it. <laughs> I will say that the song they sh they showed, it was it was a lot longer than they showed. Like you had to play for a longer time than the 15 seconds they showed. So you had to play for the entirety of the song. So it was a long time. And there is a person yeah. like there, I'm like... Yeah. And now through the lens now, of COVID, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm blowing was, this he out. And he's so close to, and didn't they have to check it? They had to play it to check it. Right. Which is normal. And, and that's, that's what happens in and then, the normal world. And then I, he, and then I just took it. And I, at this point in the race, I would have like French kissed him. I didn't care. And so well, nobody knew. Like, I don't know. How different and, was the world back then? And that is just, it's yeah. to watch it. It's like, oh my gosh. So this poor guy who's standing there while I was like, germs everywhere with 30 other people aspirating maximum into oh bagpipes in so, a closed facility. <laughs> it I just will, seems so different now. I will say there was one female bagpiper and I remember this so clearly, like I was about to start and you have to like fill the bag with air and then smash it. And oh my gosh, I was so bad at it. But she looked at me and cause they, they like a count and she like winked at me. I was like, okay, I'm doing it for the girls. Awesome. I know, I know. And so I did it and I was like, I just held eye contact with her the whole time. And she was like, yeah. Um, and I got it. There was some Twitter feedback on my bagpipe playing. It said, Kim's bagpipe sounded like something out of eyes wide shut, but with cats. Oh, that that's good. And the next uh -huh. one is 
Kim put that bagpipe together better than she tooted it. Mm. I, if it were a contest on having it sound yeah. good, we would still be in Scotland. I think everybody would though, honey. I don't think anybody played that thing well. I think it sounded like cat wide, wide shut. Like cats in everybody. a pillowcase fighting their way yeah. out. It was so bad. And I have such respect for bagpipers. Yeah. Because you're great. So anyway, so we got the clue. And again, I think I even said, like, I feel like I'm going to cry. I, is it sad that putting the bagpipe together before the boys, who I love dearly, I love them so much, but like, that is one of my, like, life's greatest accomplishments. I don't, <laughs> like, is it sad? That, I, don't, I don't think it's sad at all. So I was so proud of myself. Here's, here's what I would say. At that time, they were not only the two strongest like top finishers in the last two legs, but they had decided to work together. It seemed like an impenetrable force, right? You weren't going to be able to do anything against them. So I felt the same way. And when you won, I had a lot of pride in you. I don't know if you saw that video, but I was like losing my mind over there because I know that also that was added pressure. I also know that you respond to pressure, even though you have anxiety, like when you're in the moment and someone tries to bow up to you, you don't fold. Literally, when we play poker, you oh, don't fold. Don't. I, she is the worst poker player. You should play poker with I've me ever because I lose against. all the time. You just bet any amount and I just she will call like, it. Yeah, I know. I and then like, you're like, I'm what do you quitter. have? And she has a seven high. She I has know. like the statistically worst But I hate quitting. So, yeah. like, mm. so yeah. I, I will say though, we did beat Anthony and Spencer the last leg. But I know, it, but it, I wasn't thinking about that. I, for some yeah, no, reason, they're, they just, they're I think it was the way, they, the way that they carried themselves in a, I don't mean this in a cocky way. They were just really confident. Yeah. They're heroes. And by the way, we have... We love these people so much, but we're yeah. all, we're all so competitive. Yeah. So it was, I mean, I am like not overstating that it is like one of my proudest accomplishments in my life. Yeah. <laughs> like what does it also, what does it say about my life? Okay. So let's, blip, blip, blip. We, we went and grabbed a clue. Not, By the way, not, we, not found, on, we, we found so fast. Oh. It was like we had GPS. Yeah. We, we just didn't get lost. We read maps. We were like, this was this this leg, we know how to read maps. Good for us. We we got to the clue box and it was a detour. We talked about this before, right? There's like two choices. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here are the two choices. And I'll, you know what I'll do? We'll just relive it here. I'm going to be reading the clue and then Kim's going to be, we're going to be like back in the place. Okay. Look, honey, it's a detour. Either we perform a traditional Scottish song okay, and dance. Okay, let's go there. And we left. We didn't read. We, we didn't read the other side of the page. And, and so I, I think we got to the car and we're like, should we read the other well, one? And we read it. Yeah, the producer was like, do you guys mind telling me why you didn't read the other side of the clue? And, and then like, we read it. Then we yeah. read it. And there was like, assemble, uh, put barrel rings on or take them off. I was like, oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. And and we and I, we're like, no, this, we, let's go. We got yeah. this. There's no way we weren't going to do that. Now, there were two very interesting things as we're going through our slow-mo replay, continuing to I'm really liking this vibe we have on here. The two things that really stuck out during the slow-mo replay. Number one was Kim kind of realizing that this was not singing in the shower, that this was actually performing in front of someone, which is because Kim's singing in the shower. She's totally chill. She's got a great voice. She's she's super... So you do. You have a great voice. No, I don't. Um, so that's that's point number one. And point number two, which we'll get to, was my behavior during this entire thing, which we'll get to. So but let's talk about you first. First, famously, if you've watched The Amazing Race like we have, it is classically the people... There'll be an artist, for example, and they, you know, there's always some art a challenge. Yeah. And so famously, the artist, the person who's like an, an artist will get out because they, they're not following the rules or doing it their own way. Oh, and I they get out. Yeah. And then there's there's even been things like in The Amazing Race Canada, I think there was like a hockey player who couldn't make it like there's that you'll get out, you'll get eliminated and song and dance challenges Oh, there's always somebody who gets eliminated from a song and dance. Again, we felt more confident because of our background, but I was, I was really nervous and we had conversations on the way over. I'm like, honey, I actually don't sing. I don't sing. You don't see me sing on here. I'm all time backup dancer dancing. I can do, I'm your girl, but singing, it was, I, I'm not a good singer. So I don't, I, I, you are a good singer. No, I, can I, can I just. Can I offer an opinion as someone who's married to you? You, you, you know how where a tune is. You are a better than average singer. I would say above average singer. When you're singing in the shower, or you're hair drying your hair, hair drying your hair, or you're listening to Britney Spears or a song that you Britney. love that relaxes you, you nail the notes. When you know that there are people listening to you sing, you tense up and mm. your vocal cords tighten up tighter than a 
the tightrope. My similes are awful today. I know. We're going to move on. I'm, no, but I'm just saying, add the fact that you're on the race. Add the fact that there are four cameras there and a guy whose job it is to basically judge you. I can't imagine how tense you were for that. I was very tense. Yeah. And uh, so we put on these precious kilts and common question, did you get to keep them? Sadly, no. No. They were beautiful and I loved drafty. them. A little drafty, but I loved them. And as we're getting dressed, they hand us like sheet music basically with words. And so I'm trying to memorize them. As you see, this woman is like fashioning this kilt on. And yeah, Penn, uh, he reads it once. He's like, got it, nailed it. Oh my gosh. And so th this is the part of the video where oh Kim, Kim is practicing and Kim didn't like hearing herself practice. I thought she sounded fine. By the way, the, they didn't really care about you hitting the notes. They wanted rhythm and enthusiasm when this was all over with. Oh, they, I were, got your enthusiasm. they weren't going to penalize someone who didn't hit all the notes. That just wasn't one of the things that they cared about. So you did fine. Um, but I came like while you were trying to learn it, I came on and I started, I just started like, okay, three times now here you're hitting the down note. You're doing this. And I'm like, what has gotten into me? Like I'm a pretty laid back guy. I think the heat of the battle turned me into a diva, like a major singing And I think diva. you see me look at him like, chill it, Holderness, bring it down. Well, I mean, I thought, I did think I was helping you, like by telling you how to sing it three yeah, times. Were. And then we got up on stage to perform it. And again, I thought you did great. I, I, I Pen corrected I, I turned, the I, sheet music. <laughs> corrected, I'm like, you guys, there's a four bar break here we didn't talk about beforehand. And you see me do it on the I show. Was, I was like, get off. And stop. I'm wondering, like, has that ever happened on the show when someone is so flippantly douchey so, so, to the to the judge because i mean they, in my defense they did add a four bar break did, and i'll they, take that to my grave they so but, on the on the sheet music there was not the four bar break yeah on the stage they played a four bar break and but at that point you say thank you so much yeah. because these people have uh, they're there for your benefit no, i, I literally he, didn't stop singing I went from donnie where's your true okay hang on a second there's a four bar break here that it wasn't supposed to be before what like i can't work under these conditions contract I'm going to go talk to my agent. You guys, you guys hang out. I'm going to go talk to my agent. We're going to get this right because one of us is not going to be working here in five minutes if I can't get my conditions that I want. That's what I turned into. And I'm never like that. He's not. I'm usually I know. so chill. He's not like that, which is why we, I died. Well, I, I 100% forgot about that. I will say those precious little boys. Oh my gosh. I, oh yeah. they, if they had like for the, if they showed all the, there's, there's not, it's not even possible to show everything that's, that takes place. But I did start crying. Cause I was like, they were the exact size of my little boy at the time. The little blonde one. He, his mom messaged me through Instagram last night after the show aired. She's like, really? I, she's like, I, we've been waiting for 19 months for this to air. He was so excited to see it. You guys did a great job. But well, he did a great job. He did a great job. And he, poor Talk boy was stamina. I know he was there for a long time. So we get on the second try. Mm -hmm. I will say. Should have gotten it on the first try. So they were judging. It looked so to me, because we've studied this race and we've watched every show. There have been harder challenges. Like there have been harder dance challenges. There have been singing challenges that are in different languages. We didn't have cue cards or anything, but it was in English. So yeah. it's less intimidating. I will say the judging was, it was more strict. They were, you know, Lulu and Lala. I think they were talking at one point, they were saying words in Spanish, but they looked so adorable doing it. There was like, I mean, so there was more to that, but you just can't show it right. on the other side of the detour. I'm so glad we didn't choose the barrels. I think we chose oh, yeah. perfectly. I think to me, my my mindset coming into the race was everything is figure outable. There's not going to be a challenge that's impossible. They test these things. So if you're struggling, you know, go and watch it. But just seeing I'd heard like all uh, everybody yeah. had told us how hard it was. So to watch it was pretty. I'm so glad we didn't do it. It looked really hard. I was so proud of Raquel and Kayla. You know, they just like nailed it. I loved uh, Kayla's reaction, or I'm sorry, Raquel's reaction when she found out she was fifth place. It was and there was sixth place, but she was sixth, like, like, "That's the happy, amazing!" The, the happiness, and I love seeing that. And there, you know that that's very, that's very Kayla, right? very Raquel. Well, because I think because everybody had gotten so lost, yeah, and that's where I think everybody had lost track of each other, and we were pretty confident about where we were because we we knew when we left Ryan and Dusty. So we were pretty confident, but on those day, like every other day we'd seen everybody everywhere we're going, but nobody, everybody lost track of each other 
because they were driving. And so if you're lost for two hours and you don't see anybody, they, I mean, not saying, I didn't say they were lost for two hours, but some people were lost for hours trying to find the University of Glasgow. So you roll up and you hear your fifth, sixth, seventh, whatever it was. You're you're like oh we're last we haven't seen anybody because it's been so long. it's been so we, long we we talk about this on this podcast time is an accordion when you edit the Amazing Race they can stretch it and they can compress it they can make things that look very very close actually look like they're farther apart and they can make things look far apart look very close and so in this situation there were several hours between first and 10th place in this show. And you can tell, you can usually tell by watching any show just by looking at daylight, right? Like when the, right. when the light, when, when it gets dark anyway. Yeah. So that other, that, that other challenge, it tripped up Arun and Natalia. You know, I mentioned in the recap that Natalia did help some people out and then said, I hope it's not bad karma that I helped them out. And unfortunately they had trouble with the barrel they they admitted that they didn't well, even look at the... So what I think she gave them, the, the reeds were tripping like yeah. Sam up and everything. And so she gave, I think after they they were able to figure it out, they were able to get out quickly. I, I you know, I think she helped them, you know, I think on the show he said five minutes, but in reality it was like a couple minutes. Yeah. And then the issue wasn't that, and they know, they know this, the issue wasn't, the two minutes or the five minutes or however long it was that she was helping. The issue was they had to switch, they switch roadblocks or, detour. uh, detours, and yeah. the time it took to get to that with getting lost in between. And then I think what I will defend them and say that we, when you are, cause we were in that position in the second leg where you think you've, you've screwed up. You think you're last your, your brain does crazy things and you don't make, great decisions that when you're sitting on the couch, you're like, oh, well, they shouldn't have switched. Like, it's easy for us to sit there. Even last night, I was like, oh, they should try it. They should go over and check it out. And they should, I'm like, I'm I'm like looking, I'm like, I think they're using the wrong tools. Like, I can't really tell. It just wasn't their thing. But it's easy for me to say that, but I know how frantic and panic you, it does weird things to your brain. And so I, now that, especially now that I've lived it, I will never, I will stop judging people. And Lola was so upset because we've not told her anything and Arun and Natalia are her, you know, that, that was her pick. And she's like, not us. She's like, Oh no, not you guys. So yeah, she was sad. They finished last. Oh, by the way, we came in first. Yeah. I was going to, yeah. yeah. So they were eliminated. I honestly, do you know why that's an afterthought? It wasn't a big deal in the because show. I, in the show, finishing first is great. I mean, great job. High five. But it's really about not finishing last. Uh, it, I will say the feeling of being told that you're team number one is an unforgettable feeling. It's a feeling of safety. It usually comes with something else like either starting early the next day and having a leg up or sometimes even a prize. We got a trip to Cape Cod. Oh my gosh. I love Cape Cod. So we Cape Cod's awesome. On on YouTube they have extra clips and it's us like at the mat. Like and we just run up. So we're like <gasps> and we don't have good like mat chat. Like we when we're Phil's talking to us, I think we're a little nervous because at that day I thought we were first, but I didn't really know. So we're like anticipating what he's gonna say. We have such awkward conversations. We we suck at that. And normally we we can talk to people, but nothing that well, came out of our mouth had like any chill to it. Am I allowed to say it's kind of a weird social it's, engagement to just show up and have someone and there's a guy with a rock. And he's like, and and he then, has a hundred pound rock. I'm like, right. you do. And, and like, and Phil is, I mean, Phil's kind of a dominant personality. So you're kind of waiting to hear what he says. You don't want to well, talk too much. Host. Right. No, I'm not saying it in a bad way. He's the host. So you're kind of just waiting to see what happens and it, it, it could lead to some, Awkward uh, we are like they're great we are so it's not awkward our, not our forte. not not our forte i'm like just be normal and i was like i love cape cod because my best friend got married there so and i visited twice before i do love cape cod but on reddit there were like, a round of golf and spa <laughs> and so they were like oh white people love cape cod but i was like yeah i do wait love who cape said cod. that uh, there's somebody forwarded me a screenshot yeah, but of you have head. to give that context <laughs> so i know they're like of course they love cape cod i was like well i, I do and I, let me say and, and somebody said like what when you get when you win the trip but it's not as nice as the place you are i will say when I hear about the trips that people win, that's great but it's a trip for two to yeah, trips and cake we we presumably would have been gone for a month. I'm like, 
love, love you and love this journey for us. But I would then want to travel with my family. So Cape Cod, I was like, immediately, I was like, oh, we can bring the kids. Like, we'll just buy extra plane tickets. Actually, I think the first thing you said was, I'll just go with Liz. I know. She's my best friend. Um, yeah. So I may not, I may be cut out of so this trip. So maybe Lizzie and I well, can go on our trip. But but I, I get your point. I think that especially having had to leave twice for this long, if we go on another vacation without them, thanks to the oh. amazing race, they're probably going to lose their mind. So let's just bring them with us. We'll just bring right? them with us. All right. We finished first. It was great. Um, it was the best feeling. We are now going to get to the part of the amazing race that's never happened in 33 seasons that was just flat out crazy. There is so much to tell. We could write a book on this and we're not going to tell you all of it. There's uh, a there's a little bit of like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. I will say that we went first and we... It was earlier in the day. We get back. We t- it was our first time taking like a longer because it was like go go it's, go it's stop downtime. It's, so we had yeah. th- we had three legs in like two and a half days almost. So it was our first time to get a good. We were going to get a good night's sleep. We were going to have a full yeah. twenty four hours there. And pop the news on. See what's going the, on. In see the what's world. going on. Let's check it out. And in Italy, there was all those cases in Italy, and there was were, the there was the boat, and there was a cruise ship they weren't yeah. letting in, and so they were quarantining, and immediately. Be- I mean, I've seen the movie Outbreak. I know how it ends. I'm like, if, if it's in Italy, it's in Scotland. If it's in Scotland, it's in the U.S. Right. We also have a friend who is an infectious disease guy. And the one thing he always tells us is, is what, wherever you think it is, it's a week ahead of you. Right. Right? Like, that's the big part. So we had talked to our infectious disease doctor friend before we left. I'm like, and he goes, and it's so funny before we left, he's like, Oh, you'll never finish this. No, you're not going, you're not going. This is no, this is because at that time they weren't even calling it a pandemic, but he's like, this is ridiculous. You're not going knowing that. And then watching the news, I, I suffer with anxiety. I live with anxiety and, um, panic attacks, the rare happen. And, I started getting that like tightening in my chest. And, and for me, everybody's different. It's um, like, I, I can't get enough air in. And I'm like, I can't. And I just like, I, it's like my breath is too quick. And it started happening because immediately I'm like, I knew we're done. We're done. Like the race is over. And that wasn't even the part that was a priority in my brain. It was like, because I, I didn't know it was our first pandemic. Are they even going to let us back into the country? Right. Are we going to be stuck here away from our kids? And yeah. for safety, I th- gosh, I don't even know how to do this. Let me let me jump in here. That was happening in your brain. In my brain, I saw my wife suffering because this show, this contest, which basically brings anxiety bubbling to the forefront and this uncertainty of a pandemic collided for a very brief period of time because we were in this period where we weren't racing and we were sitting in a, in a hotel room and I'm going to give credit to CBS because when it got to the point where you were really in full on panic attack, they, it, they were about to share the information with us and they took that moment to go ahead and share the information with everybody that they had decided to suspend the race. And that, that was something that they couldn't tell us because they were still figuring it out. I mean, they had the host, and the owner, the guy who runs the production company, they're both very active in the show and we're already moved on to the next location. And that's an interview. So Phil has yeah, said this that is all information. They they, um, yeah. they had already traveled like it was like an 18 hour travel day to the Arctic Circle, like in northern Sweden. Yeah. So and when they and but the people making the call. So there's I will say it gave us everything happens for a reason. It's my least favorite saying, but it gave us an opportunity to get to know the other teams in a way that Oh, you mean when they suspended the race? Yeah. Cause we were in the hotel for a few more days. Yeah. It gave us an opportunity to get to know the uh, other teams and like what happens in the Glasgow, like yeah. Hilton stays there and CBS an amazing race. I can't imagine the effort it took to even just stop the race. Cause yeah. there's so many people and I think they made the best decision and I think they made it at the, the right time a week later, it would have been a disaster. Right. And we, and we heard officially from them when we went back and met at the cloisters again, you saw that on television and you saw like everyone still wasn't a hundred percent sure they knew it was suspended, but we weren't, we weren't hundred percent sure we were going home. They let us know we were going home. They, they Phil said something that I'll never forget where he was like, 
I don't remember this, but I saw it last night and I started laughing where he said, well, this will give, you know, you guys have never had this opportunity to go home and work and get better and stronger and come back to the race like a better version of yourself. And Penn and I are both like, we're not getting younger, Phil. <laughs> Phil uh, like, well, also, also, we were so busy. We were like the last 19 months have been the busiest months of our lives. We've like, our company has grown. We've, we've made videos every day during COVID. We didn't have time to work out and I have or to, like practice. It was a heartbreaking, right? Because yeah. we had done all this preparation to get there and then to hear that news. And we'd already, we had, I, you saw me cry leaving my kids. Like we had done, to me, the hard part was showing up and I showed up and they were sending me home. And I felt like at this point, we were so prepared. We were like, I think Arun and I could go toe to toe with Amazing Race Trivia. We were so prepared physically. I mean, it was as good as it was going to get, right? And I was like, oh, dang it. People are going to go learn how to drive stick shift now, aren't they? Like that was what we had on them. They're going to go learn how to read a map because there were some people that didn't know how to read maps. Yeah. So I'm like, they're going to go learn how to read maps. Dang it. And so there was a little bit of like, sore loser uh, attitude, but overwhelmingly just so proud of CBS and the Amazing was, Race yeah, for making that decision. We, we kissed the ground when we got home. It is the timing was crazy. I just I, I want to make make sure people know this. They put the date up on there. The, the they canceled the NBA season, which was like the first moment whenever when the dominoes started the fall because they can't remember that night. Then they canceled the NCAA tournament. Then they canceled school. Like those dominoes started to fall exactly one week after we got home, all right? So seven days after we got home, which is interesting because the information that we were getting because we were in Europe, things were so much more advanced. Right. It was a little weird getting back to the United States of America. And nobody was talking about and it. And seeing people just being like, what's the big deal? So we got back and we hadn't, we weren't really able to tell people where we were going. We told people we were shooting travel videos for our YouTube channel. Yeah. And we got back and immediately started buying Toilet paper, paper towels. Except most of it, yeah. And no, we, no. Oh, it wasn't gone yet. Yeah, it wasn't right. gone yeah. yet. So immediately, and I was like, why is nobody talking about this? Why is nobody talking about this? Because it wasn't leading the news for at least another week. Mm -hmm. And, but we, I felt like, I was like, am I taking crazy pills right now? We landed it. I remember we landed and I was like, why is nobody testing us? Like that wasn't, it wasn't even part of a conversation. We thought that the Amazing Race would just never go back. I thought they would cast a new season and that eventually, maybe in a couple of years, but just with the state of the world, I just never thought that we would get a chance to go back. I thought after a period of time, after our you know non-disclosure agreement expired, we could just tell this fun story at cocktail parties about how we were on the canceled season of the Amazing Race. Like really, that's honestly in my heart, that's what I thought. And then we got a call about, we got a call over the summer. They're like, we're going to try to do this in September. And initially the answer was no. Because? Because we just didn't feel safe leaving and going back to Europe and running around with, you know, with the way that the race was. They didn't tell us where we were going, but we, they were like, this is in highly vaccinated, low COVID rate well, places. Yeah, they didn't tell us that the first time. They called us back a second time. And the showrunner called us and had put together this like crazy comprehensive plan. And that was when we looked at each other and we we're like, that sounds safer than that sounded so the, their here. plan <laughs> that I'm sure is detailed somewhere on the internet yeah. sounded safer than sitting in our hometown, quite honestly, the, um, and the, they, they didn't tell us there was still this great mystery about how they were going to actually do the contest part of the race. So that was for as prepared as I, I was so prepared for a traditional race like the race you've always seen for 32 seasons. I had no idea that that's part of like, well, how are they going to do this, this new type of race? Like how, what is it going to look like? So that was like part of my anxiety, but we thought it was irresponsible to go. We told them initially, no, if there's not like, I, I don't want to go spread COVID everywhere. So unless you have a plan, no. And then they, not, not just because of us, I think a lot of people said that, they came up with this amazing plan. It was super safe and they were able to finish the race. All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell you that what you saw on TV, you can make whatever you want to out of because they do show in the previews for next week that some of the people didn't come back. We are not going to add any more to that right now, right. except to say that next week will be very, very interesting. Yeah. And uh that is a wrap 
on leg three, with the exception of we've got to give out our MVPs. Oh, we have, we're doing MVPs. And then, and then we're going to do locker room interviews, which are usually with other people, which means we've got to get faster at doing this, but not we're fine today. And then, but our locker room interview are going to be rapid fire questions that you sent us. Okay. So let's start with our MVP. Do you want to go first? You go first. Am I allowed to, because I'm, you know who I'm going to give it to. Yeah. My, my MVP from this episode was Arun. Ah, Arun. And it wasn't even, it wasn't even close. I mean, there were a lot of people who, who overcame a lot during this race, but as a dad watching Arun from the, from the minute that the race started, have such enthusiasm and loyalty and steadfastness and devotion to his daughter is something that every father in America and around the world should strive to do. Uh And the fact that when it was all over and done with, he felt like he had let her down made me cry. I was, I was overwhelmed with emotions because I was there and I know you, I think you can tell just by looking at it. Not only did he let her down, not not only did he not let her down, he did not let her, he was the kind of hero that every dad should be which is like being there for your daughter, wanting to do this for your daughter, knowing that he can't dance and he can't sing. Mm-hmm. He's Arun's a great athlete. Like I know him. He can't dance and he can't sing. <laughs> and But giving it his all over and over and over again because all he wanted to do was make his little girl happy. That guy is my hero after this week. Aww. And Arun is my MVP. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, we had seen them run on previous legs and they smoked us. So I kn- we knew he was oh, a good athlete. Oh, he's fast. He, yeah. he just can't dance. Um, he can't <laughs> well, if you give it to Arun, I'm going to go Akbar and Sherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, because a good they, the way they talked about not giving up, yeah. because you see, you see both teams struggling to find this next place. And I think... Again, sitting on your couch, you're like, oh, can't be there. It's only a mile down the road or, you know, five miles that direction. How hard is it? Think You don't have a cell phone. It's dark. And they had had a real, I think, like we said, there was directions, you know, tw- ten, I think they had actually, they didn't see it initially. So they got so turned around all day. The exhaustion and panic you feel, they 100% thought they were last. Because they'd taken it, it taken them so long to get there, one hundred percent thought they were last, and they still didn't stop. And his message about look what people go through in real life, like this is a race. It's we all want to do it, but in reality, like there's life or death things. And he's asking his kids and his students to show up every single day and not give up. And he's like, I can't give up. So here he is in this kilt. Oh my god. Akbar in a kilt. And then can we say also like his dance at the end? He was like, he was good. Oh my gosh. He was so, great. Such a good performer. A a re- comeback victory. Comeback too. for sure. So, and the, and he was so emotional. I mean, everybody who drove that day should be MVP. Is MVP. Is yeah. MVP. Anyone who had to drive a car. All right. Rapid fire questions. You ready? Okay. Go. Is that why you were able to make a homemade trash bag pipe so easily during quarantine? <laughs> yes, we came home and during quarantine, we did a video with Penn. He made a homemade bagpipe with a recorder and a garbage bag because he felt a little jealous. Kim, was going. what was going through your head when you were first to complete the bagpipe? I was about to cry. I, again, we've discussed that it's like my greatest um, life's accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's Penn. How proud of Kim were you? Insanely proud, uh, particularly with the dynamics of what was going on with the other teams working together. Did, I, did it feel surreal to be in first place and then get a detour right up your alley? Yeah. If we didn't win this leg. Um, punch me in the face. Punch me in the if face. If we don't win the leg with map reading and singing and dancing, I want you to come to my house. I want you to ring the doorbell. I'll open the door. And all you have to say is you lost that challenge and then punch me in the face. People are going to be lining up. People no, but I want be, it. You can't punch me in the face. <laughs> People are going to be lining up. Oh, they would if I'd lost it, I'm sure. I know. Kim, you were super nervous about this detour and you couldn't even watch yourself saying what were you going through your head. I, I posted on Twitter like I left the room. I, I don't know. I, I didn't watch it. I left the room with the part where we had to perform and I haven't watched it. Okay, we got time for one more thing. Let's read some quick tweets. Justin says, I can't decide who looks better in a kilt, Kim or Penn, so I'll let you decide. I'll decide, Kim. You looked really good. Really? Kim and Penn are so extra. LMAO. Love them. Wait a minute. I know. Is I, that a compliment? No. <laughs> I were, hey, good. You guys, I think it's so funny. But they we, said they loved us. We got, a, we got a couple like Twitter people tagging us saying I they're so cheesy and I don't enjoy They're so cringy and cheesy. I don't really enjoy their videos, but I'm finding myself liking them on the race. Oh. We are we are really cheesy and cringy. And I'm so, I watch our videos. I'm like, that's so cringy. Well, I get it. I, particularly the music ones, which are, which are my fault. But 
it's also I, I enjoy making those cringy videos. If you, I mean, you may find them cringy, but I like to sing my life. My life is a Muppet musical, and uh, we have to get ready for carpool. But um, oh crap, Chris! I know I, I got it. I I, I yeah, because okay. he has a conference call. Yeah. Uh, Chris says Kim did the roadblock. Though her bagpipe skill sounded like something was dying. <laughs> you were not wrong. No. Um, and we've already gone through the eyes wide shut. Kim and Penn are showing these young kids how to smash this leg of the race. Thank you. Wow, Kim got it. She's fast. They were referring uh, to these the are all very complimentary. Yeah. I'm sure there was other. These are just the ones that my friend Anne-Marie pulled for me. I'm sure there was other ones that Keep were them like. Keep coming. We'll read them. Kim is trash. But thank you for watching this recap. If you have any questions and if we're allowed to answer them without spoilers. Yeah. And I hope you tune in next Wednesday, CBS at 9 p.m. Eastern time. How did you like the format? It's you have, She's got notes. No, okay. I like it. I just think the synopsis part needs to oh, read a little bit. that was the best bit. part. That was the best part. What did you, you guys think of this we, The synopsis was two minutes, and then you spent 45 minutes talking about whatever you wanted to. Okay. No. Okay. I feel right. like you got 45 minutes. You're I needed seeing, two. You're seeing what it's like to work with your spouse. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to have pictures here that are not going to be us. Not of, not of us doing. <laughs> you know what would be great? If we did pictures of us, it's like an airplane, literally like of this, yeah, of yeah, us no, with like, microphones in front of, no, doing the exact same thing. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then the picture's there and then, yeah. and then, but then, then the picture back behind that. Is of the same thing. And, then, and we just do it. Okay. Re uh, I think Rex, who's the guy from uh, Airplane? Comment below. What was the name of the, it was Lloyd Bridges. Yeah. What was his character name in Airplane when he. We, who. Is the Gen X around? Looks the like I picked race. the wrong way to quit taking amphetamines. Okay, okay. <laughs> Bye. My life is a Muppet musical. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.